February 3rd, 2022. <clears throat> We're in Masechet Sanhedrin Nun Amud Aleph. And let's just go back a few lines. Uh, before the lines get wide, two lines up, the Gemara citing from the end of the Mishnah, the Sefav, the Mishnah says, Rabbi Shimon Omer Vichule. If you recall, the Mishnah recorded a mahlok, a dispute between Hachamim and Rabbi Shimon <coughs> as to the proper ordering in terms of severity from most to least of the Arba Mitot Betin. The Hachamim, the mainstream opinion, Sikila, Serefa, Hereg, Vachenek. And in turn, we learned about Sikila in the last Perek, in the sixth Perek of Masechet Sanhedrin. In this Perek, after this Mishnah, after this brief interlude, the next Mishnah will return us to explaining the details of the Arba Mitot Betin. And as a result, we'll pick up with Serefa, from Sikila to Serefa. But Bishimon disagreed. Bishimon said that the order is flipped at the beginning. It goes Serefa and then Sekila, which means to say that the last Perek, if we were Rabbi Shimon Jews, would be addressing Serefa. We know that the mainstream opinion is Sekila, Serefa, and only then Herig and Henek. Rabbi Shimon as well flips those last two. Instead of first Saif and only then Henek, for him it's Henek and then Saif. What we did in the last class and a half was deal with the opinion of Hachamim. He did all the technical legwork in terms of determining and explaining how they derive from their evidence and understanding of severity of sins and in turn of punishments, how they got to that order of Sikila, Serefa, Hereg, and Chenek. The Gemara needs to do that for Bishimon as well. Most of the work was done for us already. There's only one or two details that we need to inject. And once you inject those two with the knowledge of what we did in the context of Hachamim, Things are much smoother in terms of understanding, but we need to do that in terms of Bishimon. What we'll do after that in this context is the Gemara will wrap up these matters. It'll give a wrap up in terms of the, the major differences between Bishimon and Hachamim. And then, for our purposes today, hopefully, then one last comment on Bishimon. Says the Gemara over here again, Bishimon Omer, and the Gemara has to deal with first things first, Serefa Hamura Misekila. We want to prove. Unlike the Hachamim, that Serefa, death by burning, is more severe, which means to say those sins and in turn the punishment is considered more severe than death by Sekila, by being stoned to death. Because after all, we know from Parashat Emor, as we've discussed again and again and again the past few days, the Halacha is, the Torah tells us, that a woman who's a Bat Ish Kohen, and we're referring to her just blankly right now as a Bat Kohen Shezinta, who has wrongful relations, in such a circumstance, instead of the punishment that her Yisrael counterpart would get, well, a Yisrael counterpart, if she's an Arusaf, she's engaged, gets Sekila, the Torah tells us that in Devarim Perekafbet, and if she's not a Arusaf, she's Nesua, her punishment is Henek, we know that from Sefer Vayikra. What the Halakha is, in one or both of those circumstances, a Bat Kohen, when we bump up her punishment, it is Sere. Well, that being the case, I can tell you, Serefa is the more severe one. If I'm talking about the more elevated stature of society, yes, the Kohanim, and I say their Hilul, their wrongful activity in profaning the sanctity of their clan, brings forth a more severe punishment. What's that punishment? Serefa. I'm alluding to you, I'm making clear to you, uh, perhaps, that Serefa is quite severe. Says the Gemara, Umay Humra, and what is the Homer Ha'avera, what's the severity of the sin of her act in this context? Sheken Mechalelet Etaviha, as the Pasuk says, Etaviha Hi Mechalelet, it's bringing forth 
that profane status of the sanctity of the kehuna. So as the Gemara, that's the reason, that's the rationale to tilt the scale towards Serefa. Adraba, I can tilt the scale the other way. I can make the claim that Sikila is more hamur. Again, we've seen all these conversations. Sikila hamura I can make the claim that sikila is the punishment warranted for the most severe, quote unquote, of sins. Those who are poshet yad baikar, the of the avodazara, the individual who's megadef, who's cursing God. In such circumstances, what's that punishment? Sikila. So we now have tipped the scales in each direction and we end up with a shikul, we're uncertain which one is more severe than the other. We need to determine, is it sekilah or is it serifah? Each of them are warranted for pretty severe circumstances, says the Gemara. Rabbi Shimon, yes, ma'am. Is it possible that you're getting serifah for the back of you're getting chenek for the other one? So sekilah is not even in the game. Sekilah is explicit in parashat ki if a woman is arusa, arusa, she's engaged, it's explicit she gets sekilah. It's perikafet of devarim. So, you know, you, you, can't, you can't go that far. But again, and keep in mind, Rabbi Shimon, furthermore, you can't go that far because Rabbi Shimon needs to prove himself. Rabbi Shimon's proof will be comparing sekilah to serifah. If he finds a circumstance where each of them are viable, and the more severe is given to Serefa, that'll be the proof. Now, says the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon is consistent with his opinion. How so? Before reading it inside, we've discussed this, and I'll discuss it briefly once again. It goes like this. The Torah, again, without specifying, says that a bat ish kohen is warranted, gets the punishment of Serefa if she has wrongful relations. Okay. In what circumstance? I know today, in today's day and age, halachically speaking, erusin, or we call it kiddushin, and nisuin are done at once under the chupah hareat mekudeshedli, bechasbahadin, betabahadzo. Each of those are these moments of kiddushin. After that is the moments of Nisuin. It's the Sheva Berachot. It's being under the Chupat. It's being under a Talet. It's going to a room afterwards that night. That's the Nisuin. We do it all at once, once upon a time, for a long time. The way the Torah describes it is it's two separate periods. Well, that being the case, I need to question when the Torah tells me that a Bat Kohen gets Serefa, is it only when she's in Arusa? Is it even or only when she's a Nisuah? Now, if I were to make the argument that it's only when she's a Nisuah, when she's married, so it means her counterpart who's Yisrael, a woman who's Yisrael who has wrongful relations, what's her punishment if she's married? Hanik, strangulation. What would the punishment of the Bat Kohen be? Sekilah. That was the opinion of the Hachamim. It's only and specifically when she's Nisuah that she gets Serefah. Rabbi Shimon says the Gemara argues that even when she's an Arusa, the Bat Kohen, her punishment is Serefa. That's compared to her counterpart. This is the point, Nathan, who's Israel, who would get, if she had wrongful relations, Sekila. Right? That's the point. So Rabbi Shimon, who argues that even when she's an Arusa, the Bat Kohen, the punishment is Serefa, he says, You see? The Yisrael, who's on, quote, the lower stature, the less severity. What's her punishment? Sikila. The Bat Kohen. She gets Serifah. Clearly, Serifah is more hamor. Again, the Hachamim answered this. And, oh, the Pasuk wasn't talking about Arusa. It's an ambiguous Pasuk. The Pasuk was talking about only Nesua. That was Henek versus Serifah. 
But that's the Gemara's explanation for Bishimon. Answers. Correct. That's not, I mean, we can and should address it, but that's not the issue over here. The question is over here, although she's married to Yisrael, although she's married to Yisrael, she maintained an absolute Kohen status just for this matter. She's not actually Kohen any longer. Again, the, the, the ramifications really only being eating Tirumah. As a woman, is not forbidden from, from, uh, from Tumah. It's this as well, right? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon, in this circumstance, in distinguishing between Sikila and Serefa, and saying Serefa is more Hamur, he's consistent with his opinion. The Amar, after all, his opinion is, Ahat Arusa, the Ahat Nesua, Yase Ali Serefa. Both a Bat Kohen who's Nesua, but even a Bat Kohen who's Arusa, who's engaged. We're comparing her to Yisrael. It goes from Sekila to Serefa. She receives Serefa. Clearly, Serefa is the more Hamur. And from the fact that the Torah excludes or removes, Nafik means to come out, and from the fact, from the fact that the Torah removes a Bat Kohen, from her counterpart, is my words, her colleague, Bat Yisrael Arusa, Misekila Lisrefa, it takes the Bat Kohen and says, You get the more severe punishment. Well, one second, she gets Sekila. What do I get? Serefa. Shema Serefa Hamura. We can derive from this that Serefa, death by burning, is more Hamur. That is the most critical statement. Um, in the context of this Mahlok Bishimon and Hachamim. Says the Gemara, okay, so now you've established it for me, Bishimon, or you've established it to me for Bishimon. Serefa is the highest above Sikila, but you still need to do the legwork on the rest. How do you know that Serefa is more severe than Hanik? How do you know that it's more severe than Saif? I know it's a little counterintuitive. If you tell me Sikila is from Migadef and for Obeda, but we need to go through it. Uh, systematically says the Gemara, how do I know that Serefa is Hamura Mehenek? After all, number three on the list for Bishimon was Henek. Uh, how do you know that Serefa, which is your number one, is actually great? Or maybe Henek is number one. Okay, the initial knee-jerk response is, in looking at this scale, I look at the severities, the greatest severities of each, and I immediately state Serefa is given to a bat kohen, irrespective of whether it's arusar nesua, that's a statement of the Torah, this is a severe punishment. And what's the severity of the action? Chilul betaviyah. Adrabah says the Gemara, I can argue that Henek has its own severity. How so? Henek hamur shekenitan lemekayav vivimo, umay humrah shekenu kash kvodam likvod hamakom. All statements, all concepts we've seen in the past. I can argue on the flip side. If I'm just looking in a vacuum at the severity of each of these activities or wrongful deeds, I can state that Henek is more Hamur. Why so? If you were to strike your parents, what's the punishment? Henek. Well, all right, it's just striking your No, striking your parents is hukash kivodam likvodam akom, as we mentioned more than once, the Gemara Masechit Kiddushin, which Rashi referenced on Daflam, it tells us that we are to envision, and we discussed it philosophically even yesterday, we're to envision honoring our parents to honoring HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Well, that being the case, if going against that circumstance awards me 
or warrant for me Hanuk, it means Hanuk is quite severe. How are you going to tip the scales over here? Each one of these, both Hanuk and Serefa, have a severity. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, I can, I can figure this one out. Find again a circumstance where both are viable options. And the more severe each situation is getting Serefa. What's your situation? Here it is. We know it. It goes like this. Married women. Married men by extension. But for our purposes, married women who have wrongful relations. Punishment. Israel, explicit, or at the very least, understood explicitly by the hachamim. Hanik, that's the punishment. Great. What's the punishment? Well, not great. What's the punishment for Bat Kohen Nisua? We know this as well. Even hachamim agree it's serefa. And that's not even a Bishimon novelty over here. Well, that being the case, I look at the Bat Kohen, I compare it to, to, to Bat Yisrael. I say, well, if the halacha is in Yisrael, she gets Hanik. And I'm comparing it to, yeah, to the elevated status of Bat Kohen. What's her punishment? Serefa, clearly. Serefa is the more severe punishment. Says the Gemara, I've solved that one. So I've now proved or, or, or suggested Serefa is greater in severity than Sekila. I've suggested Serefa trumps Henek. I got to do the last one. Serefa Hamura, three lines from the bottom. Misaif, again, knee jerk response. As I place each of these sins on the scales, I immediately mention their, their severity. First statement is how do I know about severity in the humra in the context of Serefa? I say, What's the homer? What's the severity that she's been? It's profaning the sanctity of the Kihuna of her father. Household. Adiraba says the Gemara, as I place on the other side of the scale, Saif, Herig, I'm going to tell you the Homer over there. We know the Homer already. We've discussed this on more than one occasion. Remember the Homer, if there's the city, we're worshiping Abu Dazara. What do we do to the members of that city? Saif, we behead them. How do I know that that was so severe? Well, firstly, it's Abu Dazara. But secondly, look at the once in a Torah circumstance where we burn their possessions as well. Clearly, we're treating them quite severely. I can tell you the action was of utmost severity. What's the proof, the empirical proof, that there is a homer ha'avirah So now I'm at a standstill. I have Serefa versus Saif. Each are warranted in quite severe circumstances, says the Gemara Amarta. Let's talk about this. We saw this statement in the past as well. Let's talk about this logically, so to speak. If I were to talk about the person who was brought to Avodah Zarah in Ir Hanidahat versus the person that brought them to it and worshipped as well, which one's the more severe? Well, certainly, I think it stands easy to reason. It's the Hotel Mahati. If I not only sin, but I bring others along, I'm the more severely acting and in turn punished individual. Now, whereas the Hachamim understood, and Rashi cites this from the Gemara later on, that the Madiyah, the person who brings them to Avodah Zarah, gets Sekila. The statement here of Rabbi Shimon is that the person who brings them to Avodah Zarah gets Hanek. It's a mahloket later on. Well, that's what we need to now qualify in our minds. Because now it gets a little bit, just for a moment, more complicated. So it goes like this. The, when I'm dealing with Eid Hanidahad, 
So I now layer, and we knew we're layering in terms of who does it and who brought them to do it. Who brought them to do it? More severe. Right? If I brought you to sin and I sin, more severe than you who were just coerced or got convinced to sin. The one who brought them to sin, panic. The sinners, saif. Can, can we see that right here? Now, that means that when I'm comparing these two, the panic is the higher of the two. It's higher than saif. How did we understand serifah in contrast to panic? Where did Serefa and Henek, how did we compare those two, one to the other? We said Serefa by Bat Kohen, Nesuah, clearly proves to me that it's more Hamor than Henek by Bat Yisrael, which means if I'm making my chart over here, so my chart has at the bottom Saif, Irhanidahat, hard to say the bottom, but that's the bottom. Madiah Irhanidahat above that Henek. And now, since I know trumping Henek is Serefa from Bat Kohen, I know Serefa as well is trumping Saif, which lies below it, says the Gemara. And in turn, I'll establish a logical deduction. I've established based on my understanding that the Madiah, he who brings them to Avodah Zarah, is more Hamur, and his punishment is Henek, above that of the men, women, and children of Irani Dachat who are getting Saif, Serefa, Hamurami Menu. I know Serefa is more severe than Henek, based on my conversation earlier, of Bat Kohen, Nesua, versus Bat Israel Nesua, Saif Haka, Lokol Sheken, of course, if by extension, if one is over two, then one is over three as well. One referring to Serefa, two referring to Henek, and three referring to Saif. Says the Gemara, got it. We've established that as well. Moving onward, Sikila. So again, according to the Bishimon, we have this following order. Serefa, Sikila, Henek, Heref. So I established Serefa trumping all of them. I now need to do the rest. How do I know that Sikila? Now let's go in order. Sikila is more Hamur than the next one on the list. Says the Gemara, how do I now establish for Bishimon Sikila Hamura Mehenek? Henek is number three. Sikila is number two. All right, as we place these sins and, uh, and, and punishments on these scales. First thing I mention is their most severe circumstance that I can think of. What do I put for Sikila? The fact that And what's the that I'll of course counter that. We know this. This is as you place them on, as you compare them. We mention the severities immediately. The Gemara is already tired of mentioning all those words now. It's just vichule. So you know this already, right? So I, I compare these two one to the other and they both have a homer. All right, now I need to figure out. So, how can I, in such a circumstance, compare Sikila in an effective way, proving that it's more Hamur than Henek, says the Gemara? This one, no need to talk about Bat Kohen. 
This one, as the Chachamim already did for us yesterday, uh, but this one is, is much easier. Talk about just a Bat Yisrael, the Torah distinguishes. As I told you, in Devarim Perek versus Vayikra Perek in Devarim Perek we are told that an Arusa, an engaged Yisrael woman, gets Sekila. We know that a Nisua Yisrael gets Henek. We know, as we mentioned earlier, Arusa is the more severe sensitive time period for a plethora of reasons. She's still attached to her family. She's still envisioned as unblemished. There's no pigam yet. Historically, maybe even today in some circles, that virginity was looked at as the absolute in the context of the woman, which means to say when she's an arusa and still a virgin, there's no pigam mishpacha. She's still, she's still unblemished. She's still pure and pristine. Well, in that circumstance, she was promiscuous. She had wrongful relations. Much worse than in a circumstance when she's already no longer a virgin after marriage. That being the case, as I compare the two to one to the other, I know that arusa is more hamur. What's the punishment for arusa? Sikila. What's the punishment for Nesua, Henek, I've effectively established for Bishimon, as I did for the Hachamim, that Sikila is Hamura Mechenek. Next, Sikila Hamura Mechenek. Last one, right? I need to go from two to four for Rabbi Shimon Sheken, Nitin Alamigadef, Vechule, says the Gemara. I'll, I'll go through this one by one. Sekila is greater because of its severity of its given to Megadef and Oved Avdazara. As I told you, we're tired of mentioning it. Vechule. On the other hand, I can argue Saif is very Hamur because I look at the circumstance and severity of Irhani Dahat. Amarta. Now I need to compare these. And this is not a simple comparison. I'm going to need to employ my Kalvachomer again. I'm comparing again Sikila to Saif. Amarta. If I'm to analyze the circumstance by Irhani Dahat, I look at the person who brought them to Avodazara and worshipped versus the ones who were brought to Avodazara. Who's more severe? It's the one who brought them to it. Hotel Mahati. We should never know the Hotel Mahati, who not only sins for himself but causes others. But that's the more severe. We can almost unequivocally agree to that. What is the punishment for Hotel Mahati? Said the Gemaranda Samekhe, according to the Bishimon, what's the punishment? Hanek. What's the punishment for the Nidah, for the person who worshipped in Iran Nidah? Hatsaif. Those are our two and three on the list, right? Our number two, in terms of severity, we understand is above Saif is Hanek. Below it is Saif. Saif for Iran Nidah people. Henek for the one who brought them to it. Okay, now says Hevei Omer Kohan Madiah the Kalva Homer Uma Henek Shehamur Misayif Sekila Hamura Mimenu Saif Akal Lo Kol Sheken says the Gemara reigning supreme above our Henek and Saif is something called Sekila. We know that Sekila is more Hamur than Henek. How do I know that Sekila is more Hamur than Henek? Well, I told you just a moment ago. Look at Nisua. Look at the difference between a Nisua Kohen and look at, uh, uh, excuse me, a Nisua Yisrael and an Arusa Yisrael. An Arusa Yisrael gets Sekila. A Nisua Yisrael gets Henek. Clearly, Sekila rises to the top. So it goes like this Sekila at the top. 
Below it, we know is Henek. That's the Israel Arusan Nesua. Below that is Saif. Well, if it goes from one to two, it means one is greater than three as well. And thus, says the Gemara, Sikila is more Hamur than Saif. Okay, I promise you, we're almost done. Says the Gemara onward, Henek Hamur Misaif. We have our last two. That's it. This is the end of the list. Henek, which is number three for Bishimon, is greater than in severity. Saif shekenitan mo. First statement is that Henek has the severity of if you were to strike your parents, you get strangulation. What's the homer? It's the fact that you are uh, you're says the Gemara. The opposite is true. As I place my saif on the scale, saif All right. Now, how do I compare saif and Henek one to the other? Well, I've mentioned it to you 20 times, says the Gemara. This one's easy, no kalvahome necessary. We talked about Madiyah, we talked about Midah, we talked about the person who brings them to the Avodah Zarah, we talked about the person who did the Avodah Zarah. What was the punishment for the person who brought them to it, according to the Bishimon? Hanek. What's the punishment for those who committed it as well? Saif. It means Henek versus Saif. Which one is higher? And the Beraita later on, tells us, Whereas according to the Chachamim, those who are Choteu Mahati, who bring the others to Avodah and do it themselves, get Sikila, Period, according to Bishimon, it's Behenek, which means that Henek is greater in severity than Saif. When all the dust settles, all of this fancy and creative and crafty legwork of the Gemara brought us back to three simple lines in the Mishnah, the order of severity of the Advami Tot Betim. That's what just happened in the Gemara. We, uh, over the course of the discussion and the debate and the quarrel, understood several important concepts in the context of each of these halakhot. We understood these punishments a bit better, but that's, ultimately speaking, that's what a full daf of Gemara to Amudim and the half have done for us. Go ahead. Yes. Because a Bat Yisrael who's married gets Henek. So she's getting a Bat Kohen, according to the Chachamim, is getting Serefa, which is greater than Henek. When she's engaged, according to the Chachamim, and this is the key point, when she's engaged, according to the Chachamim, you, you just said it, she doesn't get Serefa. What does she get? Sekila, just like a Bat Yisrael. Because Sekila is more Hamu. Both Yisrael and Kohen get a lower punishment. And that was, that's, that's what I've been sensitively addressing throughout. Because the vision, as Rashi told us, the vision of the Torah, and we can to a certain extent even understand that today, although Jesse yesterday made the counterclaim. Jesse said, when you're married, you're affecting your wife, and you're affecting your children, and so forth. Okay, all important conversations to be had. But... The counter-argument, and the argument we're working with, is that in terms of severity, the more sensitive time period in the eyes of the Torah is the engagement time period, which means we're going to treat that more severely than marriage time period. She's more bound than she was before, and so we're going to less Again, there are... I, although the children and, and, and husband is important conversations to be had, when she's not married yet, assuming... 
and again, even today, but certainly back then, that the status and stature of this circumstance is not determined fully, but very much considered by her virginity before getting married, the virginity is there. If that's lost prior to marriage, that is much more what's called it's much more of a blemish than she was already lost her virginity and now she was promiscuous with someone else. That's just the vision of the society and the psychological underpinnings. Number two, there's an effect that when, when she's engaged, she's still living in a parent's household. To hear about it while she's living in a parent's household in the same village, in the same town, in the same street, as opposed to when she's already out, this is my words, it affects a lot more people in that her whole family are affected a lot more than if they heard about it after she moved to the other village, the other town with her husband. Right. Okay. I, what can I tell? What can I tell you? I, what, what I can tell. What I. What I can tell you is. What I can tell you is. It, it appears clear from many circumstances. This is not a hachamim novelty. I mean, this, this. It appears clear from the Torah that when we, when a woman is arusa, we are uh, we are envisioning that time period as a lot more sensitive than afterwards. I'll go. I'll go one step further, and I don't remember ever reading this. There, but as as I'm thinking aloud with you, I, I can envision it as well. It might also be a deterrent. When she's an arusa, it's a lot more dangerous. When she's an arusa, she's not yet in the household of the husband. So she thinks a lot more independently still when she's in the household of the husband. So it means that the severity, instead of envisioning it as the action being more severe, we need to be more severe as a deterrent. I mean, any or all of those. Says the Gemara, okay, let's, let's bring this all together in one or two statements of Rabbi Yohanan. Says the Gemara, Margela befumeh de Rabbi Yohanan. Now the word margela is interpreted in one of two ways. Either it's milashon ragil, it was often. Pume um, means in the mouth of. So in other words, this is something which was often in the mouth of Rabbi Yohanan. Or alternatively, but amounting to the same thing, the word margala, like margalit, is a reference to a pearl. So it was a pearl in the mouth of Rabbi Yohanan. We use our pearls maybe in the appropriate moments, but it means it's something important. So either he said it often, or it was something very precious to him. Okay, oh, well, you, you imagine we get some Musa or some, uh, some statement upon which the entirety of the Torah rests on. No, it's in the context of Bishimon and Hachamim. Margela bepumeh der Biochanan. Biochanan would often, or in important circumstances, as he dealt with this issue, he would say the following. And again, we will, I hope, now fully understand the statement. If there's a woman who's engaged, she's bat kohen. What's her punishment? Biskila. According to the hachamim, sekila. Bishimon omer, bisrefa. Bishimon says, even the engaged bat kohen gets serefa. That, that I think we, right? Zinta me'aviha. Listen to these words. This is the next stage. What if her relations, her wrongful relations, were not with Heke, a man, but rather with her father? Again, it's an Arusa Bat Kohen who has relations with her father. I know we're talking theoretically, but that's the circumstance. What's her punishment? Listen again, the, the, with one or two extra details. Arusa bat kohen, according to the hachamim. If she's in ta with another guy, what's her punishment? Sikila. According to the bishimon, if she's in ta with another man, srefa. What's the halacha in general of relations with a father? The halacha is srefa. Wow, this is all a very interesting circumstance. Says, says the Gemara, what am I now going to punish this woman with? If it's the hachamim, if she did it with another man, what was the punishment? 
Sikila. She does it now with her father. She's liable to two punishments. Sikila, as if it was any person. And Serifa, because it's relations with your father. Which one is she going to get? Sikila, the more severe. You understand, we're now bringing, quote unquote, the Mishnah to life. We kept saying it's theoretical. It's still theoretical. But the Mishnah now comes to life. I told you, if there's a circumstance where you're liable to two punishments, what are you getting? You're getting the more severe. So according to the Hachamim, you're dealing with a circumstance where it's Sikila versus Serifa. What's the punishment going to be? Sikila. So again, so it says the Gemara, Zinta me'ad. What's that? There was Sikila if it wasn't her father. But with her father, it's Serefa. No, it's Serefa. So she's getting the same, which is the more severe. That's right. And according to the Bishimon, if it wasn't her father, it was Serefa. So it's the same as well. But ultimately speaking, what we're doing in each of their circumstances is we're trying to figure out which is the more Hamur. 100%. No, but this is a, a litmus test. According to the Hachamim, she maintains the Skila, which is the second punishment that she's liable to, or really the first one. Bishimon Omer, Bisrefa. Says the Gemara, ultimately speaking, Yohanan, I got it. You aligned everything for us. My kamash ma'lan, fundamentally, what are you teaching us? Lirabbanan, it works like this. According to the hachamim, nisua yasi'al israfa velo arusa. According to the hachamim, a bat kohen who's married, and only the one who's married gets the serifa. The engaged one gets sekila. Lirabishimon, ahat arusa, ahat nisua, yasi'al israfa. Vita'amamak. And what's the reasoning over here? Why is it that Rabbi Shimon and Hachamim, ultimately speaking, disagree with one another? Because the difference between the two is whether Serefa is more Hamur or Sekila is more Hamur. Again, it's somewhat circular because they're then going to, quote-unquote, prove their opinions from Bat Israel, from Bat Kohen, but that's what it amounts to, says the Gemara, in its concluding line for us, Nafkamina, what's the practical, quote-unquote, don't laugh too much, circumstance with regards to the Bishimon and Hachamim, how will we test one against the other? Ultimately speaking, you give whatever punishment the Torah told you to give, a person who is liable to two punishments from Beitim, they get the more Hamur one. Bishimon, Serefa, Hachamim, Sekila. Can you give, this in, give me in our context a situation? I can. She's an Arusa, Bat Kohen, Shezinta, Me'aviha. What's the punishment? Two possibilities, Serefa or Sekila. Bishimon will confidently say, Serefa, Hachamim will say, Hachamim will say Sikila. That is effectively what we've led up to. Do we have one more minute? Let's one more minute just begin the next line because we just really need to flesh out and finish this conversation between Bishimon and Hachamim at the very least. The first stages of it says the Gemara Maira Bishimon. We've been mentioning this in Bishimon opinion. Do you have further elaboration, elucidation with regards to Bishimon again? Bishimon who tells us Serefa Hamura. Bishimon who tells us that Narusa Bat Kohen gets Serefa, the Tanya, the Beraita makes it more clear. Bishimon Omer Shenekalot Nemru Bebat Kohen. Questions the Gemara Bebat Kohen Velo Bebat Israel. Okay, I can't, I can't do this now because it'll take too much time and Jeffrey will kill me. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.